the east coast of the United States of America. We are back, baby. Uh, Brother Allen, you on the line? Yes. How are you? Wolfenstein. Check. Hey, Rich. I'm on board. What's up, buddy boy? All right, praise God. We are back, ready, real, and right, broadcasting out of Rumble. Incidentally, uh, I'm going to bring up some of that feed today on Rumble. If you are watching, uh, I don't explain this. If you're listening to the podcast on the old pod feed from Podomatic, I guess from your Apple, uh, the way people used to listen to it, we used to have a lot of listeners over there. Um, but they di- they disenfranchised uh, two thirds of our followers. How do I know this? How do you know that, Rich? How do I know it? Is that people are having to resubscribe? This is what satanic libtards do, people. I know you don't get it. Some of you don't get it. Let me explain it to you, okay? When you are outspoken against their agenda, okay, I've been broadcasting 24 years, okay, I have hit some lists, believe me. I am on an algorithm watch where I am banned on YouTube, they wipe me out there, 13 years of audios, 13 years of stuff, gone. While that happened, simultaneously, I was instituted under a shadow ban on Twitter. Okay? And I'll I'll prove it to you now. I'm going to bring it up. Now, uh, Facebook, same thing. I don't even post on Facebook anymore. It's a waste of time. I'm trickling out. It's called a throttled shadow ban. 
Okay, and they do this to gaslight you to make you look like you don't have any friends anymore. Well, guess what? It's bullcrap. You know how I know? Because a week ago, I took a video of my fireplace. Okay? And I posted it on Maria's Facebook page. And I posted it on my Facebook page. Guess what? Maria had 38 likes and hundreds of views. I had 20 views and two likes on the same video. Now, here's the thing. I have 3,800 or more organic followers on my Facebook page. I mean, organic friends that I've accumulated. I've had that account since 2007, 2008, right? Maybe some are dead, but there are... um, There's no way that Maria having 500 friends is going to have... How many percent difference is that, Alan? You're smart. You went to college. Um, uh, that's five divided by 30, divided by 40. Uh, it's a big percentage. It's like uh, less than a quarter percentage, less than a quarter. Well, well, I had two likes. She had 38 likes on the same video. Okay. Now, uh, Brett says he didn't even see it on my wall. Otherwise, he would have liked it. And that's what everybody said. There... They, it's a throttled shadow ban. This is what they gaslight you with, people. My feed is not going out to your news feed. I know it's hard to understand that the algorithms are smart enough to do this these days. Um, now, here's the kicker. All the friends that Maria has are my friends. They are the same friends. So either all my friends hated me in the same week and only liked her, which is possible, I admit. But not to that staggering number that, you know, all my friends are going to completely hate me at the same time and only like her fireplace post, which is the same post. So once I saw that, I said, that's it. I'm done here. It's a waste of time. If this is an evidence of a trickle, throttled shadow man, I don't know what is. I got 3,800 and something more or 4,000 friends on that page. There's no way I'm only going to get two likes on that same fireplace video. You saw the video, right, Alan? I posted it in our, in our Telegram. Uh, no, I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, Sorry. Nobody cares about my stuff. So you know what? Maybe, maybe it's real. <laughs> maybe none of my friends watch my stuff. Dude, it's a fireplace. Maybe I'm not why? throttled shadow ban. Well, how come Maria's got 38 likes on it? Yeah, maybe because her friends are, you know, aren't. They're the as same accustomed. friends, guy. They're not as accustomed to being overstimulated like your other friends. This is the gaslighting that goes so on, look at bro. A, so they look at a fireplace Listen. and they go, ooh, fireplace. Now, I already proved it, bro. When I got my new phone with the new SIM card, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, all uh, of a sudden I was getting tons of views. They, they, they somehow are able to get your Mac address of your phone, the, the Mac address. That's yeah. how the algorithm grabs you. Now I got a new router now, so I know they can get, I, somebody told me they get the Mac address of your router. So what I'm going to do, and if you don't think Facebook can do this, Anytime you go outside your range, they say, warning, we have detected you out because they know that you've gone outside that MAC address range. So the algorithm that's monitoring me 
and why they deleted my YouTube page. Now, here's the kicker. They disenfranchised my Podomatic feed. I had that Podomatic feed since 2004. Zeph Daniel and Frankie, uh, uh, Frankie the programmer over there, great guy, uh, set me up because back then podcasting was difficult. You had a program the meta tag for, for to be picked up in the podcast. It was the old days. I've had that pod feed since then. So I had a lot of followers on there. Well, guess what? They disenfranchised me. Now everybody's got to go back and reapply. This is what they do. They unsubscribe you. These are satanic beings. Now, ask yourself why I'm being monitored. Why, 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 Rich? Let me think. Maybe because I take a stand and I don't back down and I expose their plans, their plots, and I call them out for what they are. I mean, on my Facebook page, when you look at my banner, I literally have Nancy Pelosi's head being eaten by a crocodile right now. I mean, if, guys, Alan, you were there the night when I told you I had 100 libtards show up on my page, right? Yes, you told me about that. Yes, about six, eight months ago, maybe. Okay, Something like that. Okay, you're a witness. I'm sitting there, tweeting around on my Facebook page, looking at stuff, and all of a sudden, I get notification, 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 like 20, 30, 40 notifications. I'm like, what's going on here? I click on my page. All my posts, going back like years, are now showing up with satanic libtards on there, posting vile stuff, and they're and I, I started to attack them. And then they said to me, they call me a Trumpster, right? Uh, uh-huh. A bigot. Then they said uh-huh. that um, nobody is going to see my feed anymore. This is what they told me. They on all my pa- they knew all my accounts, by the way. So mm-hmm. I had to go in there to block these people because they kept coming back. I don't know who they were. It was a horde of satanic libtards. They attacked my Man, wall. you had your own zombie apocalypse of libtards coming after you. I, and I didn't have the presence of mind to, like, come and join you. I've always wanted to have that and, and fight them all off. Uh, no, how'd you do? It, it was bad, guy. Um, I, I was in a war. And what I did was I, I I tried to fight them, but there was like a hundred of them. And then they said That's they did what, what? That's why you need me to help you, because I could have I could have took fifty by myself. Well, you didn't have a Facebook account, you still don't, but Yeah. What what they said to me is that no one was gonna see my feed anymore. That's what they said. As God is my witness, they were accurate. Whatever they did to me by flagging all my posts on all my accounts. They did something. The satanic libtards are not that stupid. I don't know who wow. these people were. Now, they came back the next day and the next day. I had to keep deleting all their posts because when you have 100 showing up, it got hectic. So what I did was they kept posting memes of Trump, like bloated and stuff. Um, so what I did was I had to go into all my accounts and set it that only my friends can post on my wall because that's how they were doing it. They weren't my friends. And they were going in there and, and going on all my posts. That's the only way I was able to stop them. But they were accurate that after that day, nobody really sees my walls anymore. Maybe a trickle amount, maybe 2 to 3% of my followers, all my friends. Um, so I'm, on, I'm done on Facebook. I don't even post there anymore. Okay, I'm done. Okay, until I get my new phone, I got the new router. 
I'm going to come back in as a new person. You watch what happens. They're not, and I'll have a new name, I guess. They're not going to be able to flag me. So I should be able to sustain on there for a couple months. Now, Twitter did the same thing to me. In fact, I'm going to bring up Twitter right now. Okay, let me go. Yeah, hold on. Let, let me show you what they do to me on Twitter. You, you won't believe it. This is what I deal with, guys, every day. And you wonder why I'm going through it. I go through it because I speak, I came out against the vax. All the medical violations I had were called medical violations. Because we, and the last one, Wolfenstein probably is the one that got us banned. That's the was the nail in the coffin. They shut us down, right? It was Wolfenstein that mentioned the vax. Anytime you spoke about the vax two years ago, you got a medical violation. Okay, so we were warning. Now, right now on the you on the Rumble feed, if you're on Rumble, guys, you will see my screen. If you're listening the old way, which is fine, there's not many people left over there on the Podomatic. But if you are left, consider yourself blessed because there's not many left. As you can see, this is the, the Watchroom Radio Twitter page that Alan runs. Watch when I do a check on it. You're going to see I'm doing a shadow ban test now. Now, on the bottom, you see we are unable. When you see these two things, you are now shadow banned. That's the shadow ban when you see those two. Now, if I were to just go in here and I'll type in Alan's name. Uh, what is Alan's name? It's like right, Jesus, Jesus loves, loves you all or all right, something. Jesus loves, loves all? All of you. Okay, all yeah, you. yeah. All right, so this is Alan's name. Watch, Alan's got no problem. Watch this. You see the two on the bottom on Watching Radio that I just did? It says cannot find. That's because you're shadow banned. When you see these two, you're shadow banned. Not ghost banned, but shadow banned. Now watch what happens when I do Alan. Oh, crap. They got you now, Alan. What'd you do? Richard, I, 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 the thing is, I think it really is, it might just be technical difficulties because I'm so nice with the Watch for Radio account, and, and I'm I'm really nice with my own account. I got one other account that I'm keeping secret where I'm really not nice to people. No, 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 and, no, no, um, no, 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 no. These two mean your shadow ban. That is not but true. It comes, but it comes and it goes. Like, you can do it 24 because hours Because the algorithm, that's called, <laughs> that's called a throttle, my friend. You're not getting it either, really? huh? It's no. a throttled shadow ban. The al I know it's hard to believe an algorithm's this smart, I know it's mm -hmm. hard to believe, but so that one time I said that one bad word on the watch from radio account, that was when the first ban came down. I deleted that post, but it looks like dude, you're shadow kind of banned right now. I'm telling you right now. Now Man. watch what we do. My name, Sky Wigger. You're like nuclear banned. All right, now watch this. You ready for this? You're gonna see yeah. the ghost come up. They gave me the ghost. You ready? Okay. Having a hard time even doing a check on me. I've never seen it take this long. Okay, there's the ghost. Anybody see that on the screen? Ghost. All right, now, ghost ban is a little bit different. Uh, that means nobody sees anything I post on any comments. It's one of the worst bans. Sometimes I get the two bottoms and the ghost ban combo. Uh, let's do Brett. Uh... 
Maybe they freed Brett. I don't know. Uh, let's do a check on Brett. Brett exists. Okay, Brett exists, but no search ban. But he has a technical ban. He has part of the shadow ban on the bottom. Now, is his account Brett underscore Vassy? I can't remember. Um, what, what platform are you on? What are you checking? I'm, I'm on shadow ban test. Alan, give me a, a Twitter name that we could check right now. Like anyone's Twitter name? Like like anybody. Because Brett's not anybody. coming up ghost ban. I'm quite shocked they released him. Okay, uh, anybody. Libs of TikTok. L-I-B-S-O-F-T-I-K-T-O-K. Wait, wait, are you going to give me underscores here? Are you going to give me underscores here? I mean... No, there's no underscores in Libs of TikTok. All right, so L-I-B-S... O-F TikTok. Do you, need, do you need me to spell for you TikTok? I might. Hold on. <laughs> T-I-K-T-O-K. All right, it's running the check on him guy. now. It's running the check. Yeah, they got a ban too. Wow. They're getting uh, the uh, the shadow ban check. Um, You got another name? Uh, Draw and Strike. That's Brian Cates. He, he's, his writing is excellent. Draw and Strike on Twitter. Draw, A-N-D? Yeah, that's right. And then strike, S-T-R-I-K-E. Like a union strike? Okay, I'm doing a check No, like on a it. pitcher strike. Yeah, same thing. All right, so maybe uh, the bottom one, they're having a... a, a they're, you don't have any search ban on him. So I'm guessing that they're, they're not banned. But you can... Okay, I got, I, I got one more. Her name is Born Again Steph. All she does is like gospel tweets. She's not the least bit nasty. Born again, Steph. S T E P H. Thank you. She's for just nice. New people to stalk. I'm just, look, she, she. All right. So the bottom one, I guess the shadow ban is having a hard time on that bottom test, but she doesn't have any search ban and she doesn't have any ghost ban. So okay. But if you look at me, Sky Wigger. You're gonna see the ghost ban. See the ghost ban come up. Okay, that's the. This is my life right now. Ghost ban. That's the worst ban. Okay. Now here's the deal. They got me on Facebook. I just told you about the the, the video. The same video I posted of our fireplace here. All Maria's friends are my friends. So either two things happen. All my friends hate me and like Maria, which is very possible. Which is kind of strange. But let's just say that did happen. What can I do about it? I got to win them back to be my friends again. But I don't think that's the case. Um, number two, or I'm trickle shadow ban. Now, how do I know I'm trickle shadow ban? People PM me and they say, how come you don't post on Facebook anymore? I do. You're not seeing it. Just like my fireplace video. I am trickled. They trickle you down to 2% of your friends list. This is the crap I go through every day, people. Now, they disenfranchised me on the pod, podcast. They wiped out my YouTube channel. Okay, and what Goatbeard says, this is judgment of God on us for uh, banishing him from watching radio. Do you agree with that, uh, Alan? Not at all. I think um, basically if you say certain words, like uh, uh, there's a certain religious group that you can't name on Twitter without them, you know, marking your post as violating community standards. And there's another certain group that, uh, you know, they're protected by our media very 
very stridently. If you mention them, you're on the list, either of those two groups, for sure. So no, I don't think there's, it's just, you know, it's just the cost of doing business of mentioning certain people and they, they nail you. So that's all it is. Here's the deal, people. Um, I speak, I say what I want. I'm not going to buck her down and be a little puss. Okay, we talked about the vax. We warned everybody. We were taking everything from Stu Peters on Rumble and relaying on over on YouTube. And guess what? They flagged us for medical violations. Lost the channel. Okay, it was a big hit to us. We had a following over there. And Goatbeard says that the judgment of God came on us. Well, guess what, Goatbeard? When you preach the truth and you expose the lies of satanic organizations that are holding the switches to silencing you, what do you think they're going to do? Magnify you? Oh, let's amp them up more. Let's get them out more in the feeds. I don't think so, bro. We don't skate around the issues. Okay? Just like John the Baptist didn't hold one back. He was standing there declaring declaring the word of the Lord against Herod for taking his brother's wife. He wasn't skating around the issues. And it cost him, he had some issues for it. Was that, you know, the judgment of God on him because he spoke the truth? Well, sometimes the satanic organization is going to push back on you when you are speaking against them. It's not the judgment of God. It's called persecution. Now, God has blessed us on Rumble now. We got more views on Rumble than we ever had on YouTube. Isn't that right, Alan? Yeah, we're we definitely outgrown our YouTube days. I'm so happy we made the switch. We can say what we want, and hallelujah, amen. Yeah, I can say what I want, bro. Vax, 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 vax. I can say it. I don't. Fauci liar, Fauci liar. I can say all this stuff, bro. So, them deleting me is probably a blessing. Okay, if you want to say God judge me because I got wiped off YouTube, whatever. But guess what? God blessed us on Rumble. We have way more views there than we ever had on YouTube. So we don't care. And it's biblical, too. Ah. It's biblical. You know, uh, if you get chased out of one town, go to another. Shake the dust from your feet and leave. We are so we have sky's the limit on Rumble. I'm so happy we're there. I'm so glad we made the switch. I'm so glad. Uh, amen. That's why I can say these things right now, bro. Now, Wolfenstein, are you understanding any of this? Or are you flying the wall in here in this situation? Yeah, I understand that they're shadow banning you. You were on the yeah. show back then. It was twenty twenty one ish. We were talking about the vax. I remember it, and we got we got a strike the next day, and we blamed you for it. But which is fine if you mention that word, and I didn't delete it because it was a live feed. There's no way of going in there and taking it out. You're already flagged. So we mentioned the vax. I know there's people on YouTube doing hand signals now. It's pathetic. Look what they've done to you on YouTube. You can't. It's so pathetic. You you become Muppets. You're on there doing hand signals and you can't say words. Uh, you, you can't. You have to say essay, essay, essay. If you ever hear someone say essay, that means sexual assault. Can't say any other word on YouTube anymore. 
You can't say any violent word. You can't say you can't say anything on there. They're completely programming you to be a biatch because they're kicking a brick on you up on AdSense. You're getting your AdSense check and you don't want to rock the boat. Well, guess what? We turned off AdSense a long time ago. We don't want that money. I thought it would save me. I had AdSense on there. We got a few shekels from it. You know what? If you got to pay me to stifle my speech, I'm not going to do it, bruh. Because God blessed us enough already on, on the back end that I don't have to be a biatch to the system. I'm not going to sit there and tear them my do hand signals. They're doing hand signals now. They have codes. It's like, if you don't know the codes, you can't even watch some YouTube channels anymore. It's crazy. So they're programming you because you're getting the AdSense check to be a stifled speech drone. That's what you've become. Okay, are we a stifled speech drone? No, because we do not care. We're going to keep speaking what we want. We got banned. I'm shadow banned on Facebook. You just saw it with my fireplace video. Nobody saw it. Two people. I'm sorry. Two. You just saw the shadow ban ghost ban on, on Twitter with my account. Elon Musk did not help me. He did not help me. And then my Apple page. I got disenfranchised with thousands of my followers. This is not the judgment of God. This is persecution for speaking the truth. We expose what's going on. And we are not going to stop. That's why people tune into us and have always tuned into us. We don't care. We're not going to take an AdSense check and then tailor our speech. I'm not going to become a biatch to the system. And that's programming you for the mark of the beast. Because you're not going to be able to buy or sell unless you comply. Are you going to? Or are you going to be a rebel? Are you going to? Or are you going to learn to sustain? Like we've been trying to teach. We've been teaching little steps here and prepping. And getting yourself ready for some rough times coming with Maria's dream. With an economic crunch coming with a food shortage. This is all planned, people. They are riding along with the curses in the land. They are allowed to loose these curses, viruses, engineered viruses. They're going after patriots. The FBI spends more time hunting down people that took a selfie, a 78-year-old grandmother locked up for 22 years in an underground prison in D.C., with a militant lesbian warden over there that won't even give them their medications and kick them over some raw bread for for meals over there. They're being persecuted. Matt Gates is going to investigate it. But these people are being chased down. And then you got terrorists running around in the country coming over the border, setting up biolabs in California, engineering Bioweapons. Did you see that, Marty, on the news? No, I didn't see that report. Is he decaffeinated? When, was that? when did he that happen? might be, but uh, I, I missed that myself also. Sorry. What the heck's going on here, bro? 
I mean, am I the only one that knows the news around here? Well, the, you, that's you don't one piece of news. Go ahead. You don't you don't know about the Chinese bio lab that was discovered in California? Oh, I heard about that a couple of days ago. Uh, tell us more, please. Dude. It makes sense, though. Go ahead, dude. I, yeah. I think Alan's gaslighting us right now. I think dude. he is. How could you? Not? <laughs> I am not. No, I really, I really heard about it, and I was like, oh yeah. Well, Gavin Newsom just practically gave the royal welcome to uh, Xi Jinping, the premier of China, and they had Chinese flags flying everywhere. So why not set up a Chinese bio lab in California? What's left? What I'm trying to say, bro, is they are not stifling the dragon. They're in alliance with the dragon. The, the monitoring of the Chinese balloons. They're all on the payroll of the dragon, China. These people are Marxists. All the totalitarian monitoring that's going on, all the stifling and, and shutting down of speech is totalitarianism. I don't even know. Listen, I don't, I'm done on Facebook. Okay, I just showed you why. But further than that, I am so aggravated that I can't go on there and share Try to share, I challenge you right now, all you people that are on Facebook have Stockholm Syndrome. And I see some of you on there like, I was in prison, I'm out now. It's like you get abused and you go into prison, he's abusing you and you have Stockholm Syndrome. You're literally sympathetic to your your, your prisoners. You're sitting there in captivity. You're only getting news that they're allowing you to get. You know how I know? Go to Twitter right now, and let's say you see something on Dan Mangino, Dan Mangino's page, on anybody's page, on Tucker Carlson, on just go on any page, Lara Logan, just anything, any news article that you see, and click share. And then when you go to share it, go to Facebook, and then click Facebook, and watch how Facebook parses the title. You're going to be shocked. What it does is, is it stripped, strips the title and posts a question mark with the Twitter logo below it. That's it. And guess what happens to that, that question mark with the Twitter? It goes nowhere in your newsfeed. Nobody sees it. Okay, so you think it's a, a, a parsing error with the code. No. They have wrote the code to take anything from Twitter it comes up as a Twitter with a question mark. It strips the title. And then that, whatever's left that you see, doesn't even go out in your feed. Nobody sees it. In your news feed, the shadow ban I'm talking about, it happens there. It's not going to go out. Try it. I challenge you right now to try it. Now, to me, that's Marxism. I'm not going to participate in that garbage. You know what? I'll say crap. How about that? I'm not going to participate in that because if you're participating with with that and you're subduing yourself with that, you are supporting it in a way. You're supporting it. Go to Truth Social and try to share any post on Truth Social on, on your Facebook. I dare you. Try it. It's going to do the same thing. It's just going to have a logo. It's going to strip the title. And then that's going to never go out in your newsfeed. I dare you to test it. So every Twitter title will be stripped and never go out in your newsfeed on Facebook. 
And every Truth Social post, when you try to share it on Facebook, will be stripped, won't parse the titles, and will never go out in your newsfeed. How is that free speech, Alan? Is that free speech? No, they shouldn't be messing with it. But if you want to step around it, just copy and paste the title and then screenshot the actual tweet. I know what you're going to say, Alan, but that most people are lazy and they take the path of least resistance. I have done what you said. I have screenshotted the post and then had to go copy and post the URLs inside the post. It takes some time, Alan. (laughs) See, you're right. And and the and uh, the work. The reason they get away with this is because they say, well, Twitter's a private corporation, so they can do what they want. Well, then the, the answer that I give to them is we settled what private corporations are, are allowed to do to their customers during the civil rights era in the 1950s. We decided private corporations can't say, no, we don't want your business. No, you can't sit at this counter. But somehow now it's OK because it's big tech. And um, as long as Twitter is completely separate from the government and not taking orders from the government, technically, I mean, you could say, you know, they can make their own rules. But the microsecond they start taking orders from the government and doing this and, and banning people and getting rid of people, then it becomes a First Amendment violation. And that might be anything from sedition to treason. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Maybe Wolfenstein knows. Amen. Well, if your family are. Well, um, yeah, but, you know, what do you do? All right. So here's the deal. Um, I would bring a Wolfenstein into this conversation, but he seems clueless. Wow, well, uh, come on. He's just not caffeinated. Wolfenstein, uh, uh, are we making sense to you or are we just rambling here? I'm never clueless. I'm always, uh, you know, I'm, I'm listening with, uh, you know, a uh, thought pattern. Uh, you know, the, the whole idea of you know, the control of or censorship of freedom of speech is designed to, you know, lure us into the whole, you know, end time end game. So they have to take away freedom of speech in order to bring their propaganda to play upon the, uh, the weak minds of those who, uh, who, who don't serve Christ. So, you know, they have to keep us silent while they brainwash the masses. Basically, that's what's happening. Here's the so deal, we, we cannot warn them. Yeah. Here's the deal, Wolfenstein. You're still on Facebook. Okay? Zuckerberg's got you pimped out over there. Not me. Okay? I don't care anymore. I already know I'm shadow banned over there. Okay? I, I had hordes, hordes of satanic libtards show up on my page. Alan's a witness. I Rich, told I haven't posted on Facebook in about about two years now, so uh, you know I don't even bother with that. Well, it's a waste of time. They had a horde of attackers on every one of my accounts. How do they know all my accounts? That's what's strange. Uh, and why did they say that I would my posts would never go out again? Well, how did they know that? Who are these people? Was it an algorithm? Who was I fighting? So what I'm trying to say to you guys is we're we're this is some strange days we're living in. And you can see how they're trying to set up Elon Musk now by taking away all his advertisers. They set him up with that Meteor Matters garbage uh, as a false flag. This is how they operate, guys. They false flag you and then they engage their attack. They false flag you 
and then they engaged their attack over and over and over. They now they're doing it to Elon. They got just got Walmart to withdraw their funding from advertising at, at X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. They got Apple. They got Paramount. They got they're they're trying to take away all the money because they don't want Twitter around <clears throat> for the 2024 election run up. That's right, because you can get truth, even though it's a dog pile over there. You could still find truth on Twitter. You got to filter through a lot of garbage, but it's there. Now, Facebook will not allow, and I already challenge you to try to share a post from Twitter on Facebook. You're going to get the question mark, and then you're going to see it's going to strip the title away. Try it. And then try Truth Social. Once I saw that, I said to myself, why do I want to participate in something where um, I can't even, like I don't want to post something about the Philippines right now from Twitter. The Philippines got rid of, uh, uh, what's that voting machine, Alan? Smartmatic. They just yeah, got Smartmatic, rid of right. The Philippines got rid of it. They said it's a cheating system. We don't want nothing to do with it. So I tried to share that. Boom. It stripped the title on Facebook. It, they don't want you to know. They do. Do you want to be on a platform where you can't hear what's going on? No. No, that's why I killed my Facebook account that I had since like uh, 2006 or something. Because uh, I, I was trying to have a private conversation with one of my relatives about the dangers of this uh, COVID vaccine. And I would send them screenshots and pictures and Facebook would intercept them. I'm, I'm trying to like prove my case and Facebook's messing with my private conversation. I was like, this, this platform's worse than useless. They, they're not letting me communicate. So I just, uh, at that point, I closed my account after a nice oh, message. So and, Alan yeah. was one of the people that didn't bish out. He didn't back down. At? Gee. An actual Satanic. alpha male. That someone that's going to stand there and speak the truth, even if they're going to be persecuted. Wow. Wow. Does a man like that exist? Yes, we do. We're right here. And we're not going to back down. Our Twitter is banning me right now. And I'm going to have to figure out a way around that. I don't know why Twitter's doing that to me. But I thought Elon was going to help me over there. But for somehow, they got me over there. I'm going to have to come in with a new phone and a new router with a new account and a new email to try to get back on there because I want to be back on there. I think it might have been that post I did with Rob Reiner. I made some posts about him. Uh, I, I can't remember. Uh, it was a uh, hot fire. That's what that was. <laughs> something, yeah. I, I got flagged for something on there. You know, I use memes to mock these satanic libtards, and it's effective, by the way. They don't like memes. I make memes, okay? You want to see my memes? I'll show you my memes. I'll make a meme, and I'll post it on there, and I'll terrorize them with, with a meme. Okay? I remember I had a meme I got flagged for on Facebook. I had these catapult, catapults flinging the illegals back over the, the Rio Grande. <laughs> And it says, see, sí, senor, and I had Pablo flying through the air. I don't think anybody saw I still have it if you want to see it. But, yeah, Facebook uh, strike me for that one. 
these giant catapults flinging the illegals over the Rio Grande. That was great. But stuff like that gets me in trouble. And I'm just kidding around. I know there's no catapult to do that. But I took an actual real human catapult. I, I Googled it. And, you know, I put little Pablo in there getting flung over by the DHS. Now, with that being said, I think I ranted enough on this topic. But, guys, we follow us on Rumble. I know a lot of you watch us on Rumble, but don't have Rumble accounts. And I know it's hard to make an account. You have to make an account. You have to like, you know, uh, what's your password? Do stuff like that. And then you have to like go to email and confirm. And then you got to go to email and click confirm, activate account. I know that's hard because everybody's got their Google accounts. It's linked to their Android phone and you're instantly on YouTube. It seems real easy, but sometimes the easy path is not the good path, guys. If you want to get truth, if you want to see what we're doing on the screen here, Get off the pod feed. They've already stifled me over there. And come over to the Rumble page. We have viewers building up over there. And we are we have not got banned there yet. Was that? Not yet. We are never getting banned from there. Never. It's never going to happen. Yeah. I mean, we say all types of things here now. And we have not got banned yet. So I, I don't know why you're not on Rumble. I can't figure it out. I tell some people, well, I got to make the Rumble account and I'm on you. I'm on YouTube. That's kind of the go to. Well, guess what? The go to is stifling you. You're under totalitarianism. The go to is the status quo for keeping you in the dark. Now, Elon has made it available if you rough through Twitter, and there's a lot of dogpiling on over there, but you can get a lot of truth, even though I'm ghost banned over there. And you might ask, why, Rich, are you ghost banned over there? I don't know. It's on the page right now. If you're looking on our Rumble feed, you see the ghost ban. You see my name, and you see the ghost ban, and it won't go away. Anyway, I'm done ranting about that. I want to touch on a little bit of a, a word here because I felt convicted. You know, I monitor these Satanists, what they're doing. <clears throat> I monitor uh, what's going on with warlocks and witches. And, Alan, I showed you this one warlock where he was reaching out trying to, you know. you saw the, Did you see that clip I sent you? Yeah, it was a, it was a very... I never expected a, a witch warlock to be so concerned about his fellow man. I was really, it's really quite moving how con, his concern. It's, he, there's actually more concern and love for his fellow man and his, and his fellow warlock than some Christians have for anyone or other Christians. So it's kind of scary and convicting. So uh, not that uh, it's not, I mean, I try to walk in love and I do it most of the time. It's pretty easy. Even when people are rotten to me, I try to go and, you know, I forgive them. I forgive them. Father loves me. I love them. But, yeah, it's good to see him uh, be like that. And, yeah, I'm encouraged to uh, pray for him. What's his um, – I don't know if we should name yeah, his I'm name gonna bring on it, the air. I'm going to bring uh, it up on the feed. I'm going to watch the video right now. I want people to see okay. that warlocks are actually concerned for one another. And you might say, well, Satan comes as an angel of light. Yes, he does. Okay, that doesn't mean he doesn't know how to demonstrate love. He came from the kingdom. But 
when we look at the I think fighting... that's his human side. I think that that's that's the part of him that God created. Um, well, and, yeah, we're going to be praying know, for him. He's coming into the kingdom. We're going to pray him out of this mess, and he is a high-level warlock. But I uh, monitor what they're doing, and he's talking about all the fighting with the warlocks, right? And they're cursing one another right now. It's called witch wars. Just like you're seeing the libtards and the progressives fight against the moderate Democrats, well, the witches are now attacking each other, too. There's a lot of division going on. Uh, but he is taking the, the, the step of satanic love, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, they have some form of human compassion there for one another. And this guy, when I watched it, I said, wow, he's demonstrating more love than I see on Facebook with uh, all the arguing and the Torites. The Torites are the worst. Uh, the Torites are equivalent to the Taliban uh, driving around on white Toyota to pickups with AK-47s dragging you into the stadium. I mean, that's how the Torites, this is the type, and they say that's love. We love you. We're going to drag you into the Toyota pickup, blow your head off. You're a violator of the Torah. God loves you and will kill you because he loves you. <laughs> this is the type of love going on on Facebook. The Torahites are the worst. And you might say, well, these letter of the law killeth. The, the letter of the law killeth, and the love of many wax cold in this hour. Wolfenstein's going to touch on that in a minute. But what I'm trying to say to you is, how are you going to love one another if it's a commandment of the Lord? I'm going to go over that in a second. But I want you to see the warlock actually want to love all the warlocks. And I, when I saw this, I said to myself, well, that's convicting. That kind of convicts me a bit. So I want to touch on this because it's it's it penetrates me to, to a, 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 my, my being where I say to myself, I got to reevaluate how I am looking at others. And you might say I, I call satanic lips hard satanic. I want them saved. I don't I don't want anyone damned to hell. Well, no, I, I mean, really, but. No, you don't want them. No, Listen, I was going to say every Alan account, does. Yeah, but well, here's the thing: every everyone who's gotten a guided tour of hell by either Jesus or some devil has come back and not only lived as a Christian, but had had a ministry, and you know they they basically they have great love for their fellow man to not go to hell, and 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 reportedly people in hell. Whenever they talk to, you know, people visiting there, they're like, oh, whatever you do, don't come here. We saw that in one of the parables where that brother who wore, fared sumptuously every day and wore uh, purple, he, he was like, oh, God, uh, brother Abraham or father Abraham, don't let me go witness to my brothers so my brothers don't come here. And um, nobody in hell wishes hell on anyone else. They, they're so sorry they went. They don't want anyone else to come. And... Uh, uh, yeah, so, so I, that's the attitude I try to have. You know, I, I wouldn't want to spend five minutes in hell, and I don't want anyone I know to go to hell. And let's just, um, even though, you know, sometimes we get into stuff like, uh, oh, you know, I'm anointed. Oh, I, I know how to do deliverance. I know this. I know I studied under this. I did, you know, but the real thing is the two two of the largest measures of, of uh, you know, when Jesus talks about people uh, is uh, how much do you love? And how much do you serve? 
And uh, so, you know, let's let's try to walk in love and service and just try to compete in that area or even, you know, God, you know, humility. Wow. What a concept. Not ripping our fellow Christian to shreds the microsecond they make a mistake. Oh, no. Oh, no. We have to like, you know, rip them to shreds and posterize them on Facebook. No, 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 no. The kingdom of heaven is is love and graciousness and service. And yeah, you know, Alan, the th- th- there's a false compassion going around, though. Where people okay. will stab you in the back and why well, I love you? It's bullcrap. And God knows um, the 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 false from the real. You see, we got to start viewing people in the love of Christ. We have to pray for that compassion because, unfortunately, in this hour, there is a, a hardening going on. With the pangs of the Revelation 6 red horse uh, of men wanting to kill one another is happening now, guys. Look what's going on. Now, I'm going to play this warlock. He is a high-level warlock, uh, but we're going to pray for him. Now, you know, John Ramirez uh, came out of this. He's a powerful believer now. This guy is going to be a powerful believer, too. We're going to pray for him. we got a prayer group. We pray four times, five times a week. Um, I'm going to pray where you can actually see he cares for a fellow warlock. Isn't that strange? So this convicted me, and I said, well, if he can care for fellow warlock or, you know, people going through stuff, how much more so us? This is a rebuke, especially the Torahites. You are not obeying law. You must be killed. It's unbelievable what's going on today. It's unbelievable. It's almost like people want people damned just because they want to be right. That's not the spirit of Christ, people. Let's watch this brief video. You guys will hear it, but it's it's on the YouTube feed. So, my friends, the holidays are around the corner. Uh, I celebrate Christmas. Uh, I actually bought a Santa suit. This year, I am going to be Santa for my three children. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I love Christmas. I have a Christmas tree set up. I have lights set up outside. Christmas is about the kids. For me, Christmas is about family. I don't read too much into it. Um, I don't give a fuck the main reason for Christmas Uh, I don't I'm not a religious person as you can tell as you would imagine but I am about family and uh, I'm looking forward to it I always look forward to Christmas I get to spend time with my brother and I get to spend time with my parents and we do a sleepover and we watch scary movies I mean it's just a great time right But there's many people that will be alone. And uh, I did this last year, and I'll say it again. If you're lonely, make a plan. Um, Buy food, buy junk, um, rent a movie. I'll put a little bit of money aside, just a little bit, so you can buy that junk food. Um, If you find yourself really lonely and needing someone to talk to, uh, Go on Facebook. You know, there's a lot of people that are going to be alone this year. A lot of people that have lost loved ones. 
and uh, they're going to go through a depression, pick up the phone. Um, this is my suggestion, friends. Um, and you know, as I've shared before, I don't drink and I don't do drugs. Try to stay away from alcohol if you are alone or if you're going through a depression because it's going to make it worse. And I don't want to lose anyone on my watch. So um, on Christmas Day, maybe even Christmas Eve, if you are alone, feel free to message me on Facebook and I'll just reach out to you and try to spread some positivity. Um, yeah, like I said, it can be a depressing time. And please, there's so many other options than the one that you know, the one that uh, some execute. And I want you to be around because you are worth it. All right, you can see, um, there it is. We played it. We're going to have to edit some of that out because the F bombed us, but. Um, you could clearly see that he was had some type of concern from for fellow warlocks. Uh, and uh, Wolfenstein, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. What did what yeah. what's your what did you think? Well, you know, the church, especially like we're talking about some of these Hebraic roots movements, have become. Like you're saying, it's almost like they they want to condemn, they want to judge, they want to destroy. So the law apparently works this within people, uh, this condemnation spirit, uh, holier than thou, like you know, like like the Pharisees. The Pharisees, you know, had that spirit upon them, a judgmental, critical spirit. So he's free of that. And, you know, so, yeah, even have unbelievers who are exhibiting more love than this, um, I don't know what right. it is. This, this, I guess what, it, what we have is a, um, it's like a pseudo-Christianity where people who once were walking in the Spirit have now become Judaized, and they have now turned back to the law. It's that whole Galatian error. And with that, they lose the love of God. And in place of it, you get the accuser of the brethren, Satan. So it's almost like the Hebraic Christian movement is more satanic than actual Satanists. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we just watched a high-level warlock. And I know you're going to say Satan comes as an angel of light. I get it. But... It's almost like he's believable that he cared for people, right, Alan? Yeah, it's uh, I'm I, it's moving how uh, you know everybody was made in the image of God, and then Adam fell, and we all fell, but we still made in the image of God, but we fell. So that part of him that loves his fellow man and is greatly grieved when his fellow man you know commits suicide or suffers or is alone, that part of him, that divine God part of him is uh, showing love to uh, his fellow warlock. And, you know, he, he does, he dresses as Santa Claus for his kids. He does, he loves his family. That's, it's all very, you know, that's the part of him that God made that hasn't, that's still in the image of God. So it's, it's moving that he can feel that and walk in it. Amen. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, 
we're going to be praying for him. Now, um, God, see, here's the thing. There's not many people praying for people like this because they consider them wasted. And like Wolfenstein touched on, Manasseh was an unbelievably vicious king, but God was able to bring him back to repentance. Uh, the sins of Manasseh were so bad that the recompense of the judgment of what he did kept going for like 100 years. Um, that's how bad it was. But um, this guy, you pray for a guy like this because with sin abound, grace much more abound. Oh, yeah. Understand that. And also, those that are forgiven much, what much, Alan? Those that are forgiven much do love much. Ah. Amen. So we want to pray for... Now, uh, what interests me about this high-level warlock uh, is he's talking about the fighting going on with witches. They're cursing one another and everything. Uh, He wants to take the high road there, and he wants to try to reach out to help people. Um, I think what Alan said is correct. Because he does mention uh, Yah. He said that uh, God blinded him from understanding about the cult. He mentions that there is Yah. Um, so he's already uh, has a chance to understanding that there is God. The, some, the atheist satanic people, they, they have like, they're in another realm. But we're going to pray uh, for him, his name is Joe. Uh, Joe the uh, Joe the uh, practitioner of witchcraft of black magic. Uh, so we're going to pray him into the kingdom. Uh, I think what Alan said is correct uh, that there is part of that. God has created us with a certain level of compassion for one another. Now is he mixed up? Yes. But the Lord can reach in there, pull them out. And then what kind of testimony would he be for the kingdom? That's my question. And many say he's gone, he's evil, there's nothing you could do. No, that's not the case. That's not the case. He actually has more hope than the Torahites. The Tor- many of the Torahites knew the truth and departed from the truth, and because of it, they're worse. Oh, yeah. They are souls set for death. So says the book of James, last verse. Brethren, that's the church. If any of you have erred from the truth, meaning that they were in it at one time, and any of y'all... Bring them back to the truth. Let that person know that you saved the soul from death. That's what it says in James 5.19, I believe. I'm just going from what my memory is. But if that was a soul set for death, that can't be good. If you erred from the truth. Now, there are Torahites that incorporate some of... um, uh, lorism, but they still hold on to the compassion of God. They're kind of in a gray area of that. They're not totally given on to Talibanism, like Daniel Sanders, uh, powerful man of God, knows the word better than anyone. You know, he has a, you know, 
a love. You can see he's he's really loves everybody. He knows the word of God. And I say, well, in that case, that's a different um, uh, Torah person. They're, they're different. But some have been given over to this Taliban spirit. It's a Taliban spirit. A condemner. Condemning. Whipping people into their doctrine. I might as well make a meme of them flying around on Toyota pickup trucks in Afghanistan. Dragging Christians to the soccer stadium. It's not the love of God, people. And we went over the Torahites. Many of them aren't even keeping the law. I can have Hasidics come on right now. I worked in the five towns for years. I know how they keep the Shabbat. I know what they believe. And they would strap up Goatbeard on a telephone pole and beat him with sticks for being an abomination to the Torah. Goatbeard would be flapped up there on a telephone pole with cellophane wrap over in Hewlett, New York. Because they keep the law verbatim. They don't want to cause their service slash servant to work. They are wearing the Tephrium on their head in Deuteronomy 6.8. They are believing it. And they do it like they believe it. So to edit an a la carte law and then slam everybody with your a la carte law where you pick and choose what you think is correct and then you want to condemn others, you're in trouble. You better... Back down and watch that warlock and say, wow, how come a guy in the world that's a warlock uh, seems to generate a more feel for compassion for his feather man than you and me? How is that possible? So what does that tell me? I am going to work on that. Fasting, prayer, and praying that God gives me that type of compassion for souls again. Because I think I've been hardened over a bit by dealing with arguing and debating. I'm going to separate myself from that and get back to the simplicity of the gospel and start doing some local evangelizing around here out in the street. That's what I'm going to do. And I know when I do that, my anointing increases. God blesses me. And I will be restored to that level of compassion for souls. I will be. Because I know what works. That works. Reaching out. Praying for that guy, Joe, the, the practitioner. We are going to, and Alan for sure is going to, he's going to be praying. Alan gets up early and prays. We know, listen, the one thing I could say about these warlocks and why I monitor what they're doing, uh, because, you know, in, in Revelations it says you have not known the depths of Satan. We're supposed to know what they're doing. 
We should be monitoring. Not that we're analyzing the code of the, the seals of the Goetia, even though I do understand it. But we are to understand what, what they're doing, how they're doing, and when they're doing it. You should know about astral travel. You should know about lucid dreams. You should know about how to return witchcraft and break curses. Return unto them, Lord. Their curse, what they've cursed thee. Return it sevenfold. You're the body of Christ. When they curse you, they're cursing the Lord. Did you know that? You're the body? What verse is that, Alan? Um, you're talking about the returning sevenfold curse verse? Oh, man. Did I catch Alan eating freaking powder again? Yeah, I was having some cinnamon minties. Yeah, sorry. Uh, what were you, uh, no, that's what it for you, bro. No, no, that's it for you, bro. You know what's going to happen to you now? What? You're going Hollywood Squares. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Where? You're going Hollywood Squares on the Rumble feed. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> no. No, you are, bro. No. We have we have to monitor you, bro. No. If we don't monitor you, if anyone no. wants to know Hollywood Squares is, we're gonna do the Skype channel on Now we'll know what Alan's doing. You'll never know what I'm doing. But Al okay. Alan's like licking powders in the background. He's doing all types of weird stuff, right, Marty? <laughs> I, I am not snorting cocaine. Yeah, what, what is okay? that? Brain, is that brain food, Alan? Right? I, I think that's just brain food, Rich. Yeah. You know, whenever he's you know, on a sugar low, he... Yeah, we gotta he We're going to put him... That, he's going in the Hollywood squares. We're going to put him up in the X-Split feed here. And he could be monitored every second. <laughs> Like where his hand is, you know, because we, we just, I mean, last week he's licking powder, some type of brain food. And I know he knew that verse and I, he, he's like, sorry, I'm licking my coconut powder right now. And now we just caught him again. He's sucking on some type of peppermint mints in the background. This Another is pathetic. Thing, You're yeah. Hollywood squaring, bro. Next week. No. In fact, I think we should all Hollywood squares at this point because I'm here doing the job, bro. Wolfenstein, you want a Hollywood square? Nah. Yeah, everybody likes being in the background. Not that Alan's picking his nose or anything, but he's definitely eating weird stuff. So I guess when we do get him in the Hollywood you know, box feed... We're going to see him digging around in bags in the background. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be entertaining, right? He'll have powders, powders blowing up around him. I mean, it's, that's going to be the most enjoyable thing of the show. Whatever I happen to be eating at that moment. Great. All right. With that being said, I want to touch on a couple of verses here because um, I, I do monitor these warlocks. Uh, you should know what's going on in the camp of the enemy. I know a lot of you, now. we don't need to know. Well, I like to learn about what's going on. And if there's, there's division in their camp right now, that's good. 
So we want to pray for more of that. We also want to understand when they're doing the cycles of their ritual because we want to amp up on those days. So you counter. Has anyone had ever heard of a counter attack? Um, so to, to know the depths of Satan, Russ Tisdart did a whole message on Watch Radio called The Depths of Satan. That's exactly about this, what I'm talking about. So I encourage you to Google Watcher Radio Space Depths of Satan, and you'll hear Russ Dizdar talk all about what I'm talking about. And we miss Russ Dizdar, but <clears throat> check out that broadcast. So he knew and understood and taught me what they're doing, when they're doing it, and how they countered it in prayer. There's nothing wrong with knowing your enemy. In this case, we're knowing a person coming into the kingdom because we're going to pray him in. He's already admitted there's a Yah. That's enough. That's enough. We have a little foot in the door. So we pray him into the kingdom that God reaches Jesus Christ, saves him, reaches in there and <coughs> grips him, pulls him into the kingdom. And we want those that have sinned much to love much. They become greater lovers of God. God loves them when they convert. You know, I see these Christians, these condemners that Marty was talking about. Marty actually nailed it. He said it's almost like those of the world, the warlocks, seem to be demonstrating more love than some of the a, a portion of the modern-day Christian camp. And I said, hey, I think you're right, Marty, right? I mean, that's what's going on. Yeah, you know, it's that, uh, it's that Judaizer spirit, the law. You know, the law worketh, what is it? it says the, the law worketh death. You know, so death is working in those who depart from grace and Christ and go back to the law. And then, in the Christ, you know, the sacrifice of Christ becomes of no effect. So then the love of God leaves and then the accuser of the brethren comes in instead of the love of God. And that's what we see with that whole Judaizer law. Oh, man, it, 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 it is so poisoned. You know, these are people that um, you don't want to be around because they it's so negative. You know, it, it, it takes out the joy, joy killers. We need to put it, love, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. That's what we need. So if you're out there listening and you're starting to play around with Hebrew roots, know that it's a dead-end road. It leads to death, spiritual death. But, Rich, what do you, what do you see with this? The well, people I, I've know. been around, they're, they're toxic. They're, what they, what, let's, we have to do a message on that. Toxic Christianity. There's a crossover on Where that, though. There, there's, there's a crossover, and it's not just... And the Torahites, by the way. Now, I know some Torahites that um, have a kind of a balance where they observe some feasts and stuff. I, I knew some in my old church, and they were powerful believers. Uh, but they seem to have a balance with it. It's like as long as that condemning spirit's not manifesting in them, they're safe. Um, but for some reason, in some... 
They get a holier-than-thou mindset. But look what I'm doing and look what you aren't doing. Um, it's almost like pride sets in and they get in more of a condemning mindset. Once you get into that level of pride, the enemy's got you, man. So you got to be careful. And it's not just in the Torahite camp because all the holier-than-thou Christians attacking Kat, Kat Von D or whatever her name is, they're slaughtering her, right? Um, she still wears black and stuff, and they're condemning her for her clothing. Uh, they condemn her for her makeup, saying she's not a believer. Uh, but when I hear her speak, I I feel the love of God emitting from her. You know, you know them by their fruits, and I know you're going to say, well, her clothing is her fruit. Not necessarily. That's an outward appearance. We should be monitoring out of the abundance of the mouth the heart speak, meaning when someone's speaking, we get an understanding of where they're coming from. So the Kat, Kat Von D, you go to her Instagram, you see all these Christians slaughtering her, and she doesn't even attack back. She just says, oh, well, what am I going to do? I, you know, I go to my church. I pray. I thank the Lord for getting me out of black arts. Uh, I burned all my witchcraft books. Yes, I still wear some clothing. My makeup, my hair uh, isn't the way they like it. But I still love the Lord. What do you do with a person like that? I mean, are you really going to condemn them for their, the, she wears black clothing? I mean, I see preachers wear black. They wear like a black turtleneck. They wear black suit jacket, black pants, and black shoe boots all the time. Are they evil? I just don't get it. I, I, this condemning spirit is so dangerous. I warn you now to back away from it. Learn from the warlock today. You know, you can learn from the devil. I know ma- <laughs> that, that sounded bad. But to understand how he operates, meaning to be smart as a serpent and as gentle as a dove. You know who the serpent is, right? So Jesus was giving some credence of wisdom to the enemy. You have to respect the fact that he's not stupid. That's what I'm talking about. Now, learn from understanding that the enemy understands the kingdom of God. Lucifer was a high-ranking angel. He's not stupid. I know many of you think he's, you know, he's stupid, he's dumb. No. And demons are not stupid. When they act stupid, that that means they're playing you. You're being gaslighted to make railing accusations against them. I see it all the time. They gaslight you. Demons have been around a long time, guys. Understand your enemy. Understand how they operate. Um, Now, you could do a cut audio on when I said learn from Satan. I'm saying... Learn from Satan's tactics. That's what I meant. Understand the maneuvers of the enemy. Understand what they do. But also understand that many of them still, like Alan said, have a primitive impartation of the Lord, of caring for thy fellow man. And that's enough of a door for the Lord to come in. We should be praying for folks like this, guys. Pray 
that those blinders come off and his eyes are open to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Does anybody want that besides me here? Do you want that, Alan, for him, for Joe, the practitioner? Yes, yes, I definitely want him to know the love of God, uh, and I want him to uh, be a powerful Christian. As you mentioned, uh, you know, we talked about Dan and uh, Pat Martinez and maybe another person who they were in the occult, but once they became Christians, they became powerful Christians that had no problem embracing uh you know, spiritual warfare, receiving, healing by faith, uh, things like that. So he would be a powerful Christian. If he's got this much love now as a Satanist, how much more when uh, he's uh, born again? And how much more obedience and power is he going to bring to whatever ministry God calls him to? Amen. Right. And he's got a radio voice, by the way. Um, he'd be great preaching the gospel. Uh, we need him in the kingdom. We need more converts. Stop joining these condemners, these Christians condemning Kat Von D for her clothing. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's the fruit we need to monitor. If they're wearing an earring, if they're wearing the black turtleneck, it doesn't mean they're evil. Well, in Practitioner Joe, we, we have a different situation. He's got to come into the kingdom and will with the prayer we will be doing. And I prayed other people into the kingdom. Peter Steele, I prayed for a year for him. And what did he do? He came back announcing that he, the Lord reached into his life. He got right with God before he died. He wrote that whole album about the book of Revelation just before he died. I prayed for him a year. I had his picture on my refrigerator. I had anointed with oil. I pray every day. Now, um... Yeah, prophet of doom, you know, all about the book of Revelation. He said the Lord impressed upon him the end times. And that was right before he passed away. Um, everybody said there was no hope for him. You know, beware when someone says there's no hope for somebody. That means there is. Um, now, I want to touch on this uh, in uh, John 13. You know, Jesus said, a new commandment I give you. That you love one another as I have loved you. You see, we really got to reflect on how Jesus cared for and moved in compassion. And his signs and wonders that he was administering in were moved in compassion. It's the root of the anointing. Once we understand that, God's power can flow through us in a greater measure. But understand a new commandment he was giving here um, in a way that we, not that we weren't commanded to love one another, but he was specifically saying, as I have loved you, that's the new commandment. Seeing how he loved us is the same way we should love others. Understand, this is the new commandment in John 13, verse 34. Um, that you also love one another, he's saying. By this, all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Now, when you're reading this and you're looking at it, you're like, wow, new commandment I'm giving you, that you love one another as I have loved you. Think about how Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you in your faults. 
Jesus loves you when you're angry. Jesus loves you when you're having a rough time. Jesus is loving you. He's not condemning you. He's not railing you. How are you going to do that for Kat Von D? Go on there and attack her for having a black shirt. She says she repented and got right with God. She says she burnt her witchcraft books. Attack, attack, attack. Is that how the Lord loved us? No. No, Richard. Um, any Christian who goes and attacks her, a baby Christian, for not measuring up and how they dress, shoot. You know, any Christian, and this includes me, just in case I say so, any Christian who's not floating and glowing and going and lifting people out of wheelchairs all day long, okay, that's a Christian who's not in the center of the will of God and shouldn't be pointing a finger at anyone. And the list of Christians who, you know, had miracle ministries where they go into a town and they have a revival meeting and the town is filled with the love of God and, and the town is revived and all kinds of people got born again and all kinds of people gave their lives, regave their lives to God and dozens and dozens of people healed. Not many Christians are like that. So when I read in the Bible that some of, some of the highest praises that Jesus has for Christians is that we love one another and that we serve one another and, we, and that we remember the poor. You know, you don't need a miracle ministry to love people. It's just, you know, just show some love and act, act loving and feel the love of God in you and spread it around and, and uh, you know, be kind to the poor. Be gracious to people who wrong you and, and uh, forgive them. And, you know, that's, we can all do that. Not everyone has the time and energy to work up a miracle ministry um, and, you know, revival meetings. But we can all love each other. We can all uh, sir, help one another. So, amen, let's, uh, you know, I just sent her a nice message. I, I just sent you on Skype uh, what I think is her Instagram page, and I sent her a nice message in her private inbox. Hopefully she gets it and kind of counterbalance the nastiness she's getting. Amen. Oh, she will get it. You know, I got the article up on the screen now. Um See if I can pull it up. Kat, Kat, Kat Von D responds to the baptism black, back, backlash. Oh, tongue tire there. One year after renouncing witchcraft and the occult, claims it was Christians who were the worst to her. Uh, here's her. You can see her explaining how she's being attacked by Christians. And I get it. She's got eye makeup. She's got lipstick. She's got black hair. And Christians don't like that. Uh, they feel she's evil, and they must attack her. This is a wrong spirit, guys. This is one of the, the problems. Where <laughs> How are you going to win souls if you're setting a standard like that right away for a baby Christian? I mean, come in so we can attack you every day. Come on. Be a believer. We'll attack you, attack you, attack you. It's unbelievable. Do you understand what type of judgment you're loosing upon yourself? Trying to pull a splinter out of her eye? Having a beam in your own? 
You know what the beam is? You're condemning self-righteous judgmental attitude. You should be praying for her. Pray if the black eyeshadow is that much of a problem for you. If you think God's not going to accept her for it, pray that she don't wear the, the eyeshadow. How about that? Instead of attacking her. It's unbelievable. This is what I'm talking about. It's why I started the show with that warlock. What's going on here? The love of many is waxing cold. We can't be like that. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Listen to what she says. Don't judge her eyeshadow. Alan made a good point about Joe, the practitioner of black magic. There's something in his being that Yah, and he recognizes that Yah, he says, Yah blinded me from the occult. I need to learn this stuff. That's his reason. Yah blinded me from it. I need to learn now. That's his reason. God's going to bring him in. We're going to pray him in. And I'm not going to judge him from his lip thing he's wearing, whatever he's got. Once God converts him, he'll be a powerful believer and winning souls. That's how we have to think and imagine it. So as a man thinketh, so shall it be. You can't be thinking in doubt. You can't have any doubt. You have to strive for the breakthrough. Vision the breakthrough. As a man thinketh, so shall he be. You should be thinking in failure, especially regarding those for souls, bringing them in. God wants souls in. Now, with that being said, we covered the condemning spirit on Kat Von D. Uh, how are we going to get to a place where we can do actually what Jesus said? Um, to literally love one another as he has loved us. Now, you look at Matthew 22, verse 38 to 40. Uh, this is the first and greatest commandments. You see, the Torahites running around slamming you with Torahites and feast-keeping and all that. Jesus specifically went into, um, you could hang all the Torah and the prophets on the two commandments that he emphasizes. Uh Love your neighbor as yourself, and the entire law and the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. Love the Lord God with all thy heart, body, mind, and soul, and to love your neighbor as yourself. You could hang it all on that, guys. If you're not demonstrating that level, everything is meaningless. You're not, you're not in it. A new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you, 
that you also love one another. You know, this isn't a new command uh, commandment, but Jesus was magnifying it by adding the spirit of the law that we be motivated to love each other with a self-sacrificing godly love that Jesus showed. Am I right, Wolfenstein? Amen. Yeah, you know, you know them by the love they have one for another. That's what the Lord said. But, you know, Jesus said, do not judge another man's servant. So that whole condemning Pharisee spirit is based out of a judgmental, you know, we are the judge. And you know, Jesus said, they're, you know, before their master, they're able to stand or, or they'll fall. But we're not to judge another man's servant. So the Lord has made it clear, we are not to judge his servants. This is a command from the king. But it seems to me, Rich, that modern Christianity has just thrown the word out the window, and it doesn't matter what the king says. We have to get back to the whole concept that, you know, they, they look at Jesus as just being like their friend, but we have to understand he's the king. And how do you approach a king? If he were summoned back in the medieval age to a king, and you came in with the attitude that most of these Christians had, it would, would be off with your head. The king would just remove your head. But we, we need to honor and reverence God and his word. And the Lord's made it clear we're not to judge his servants. We're to pray for them. We're to love them. But we're not to judge another man's servant. They're not our servants. That's the bottom line, people. You were out there judging, pointing the finger, that Pharisee uh, spirit, legalism, condemnation, the law, the Torah, the king has a message. Who are you to judge another man's servant? They're the Lord's servant, not yours. We have no business judging the Lord's servants. They're not our servant. Now, if we have someone working for us and we have a business and they're not doing a good job, we can judge what they're doing. We can also look at false teachers and heretics and say, okay, well, they're, they're twisting the word of God. They're preaching another gospel. We're to judge the teaching. But the, the Lord says we're not to judge another man's servants. They're the servants of the Lord. Before the Lord they will stand or before the Lord they will fall. But it's between... It's between them and God, not between them and us. But, you know, I've seen, I've seen some people condemning her and just railing, you know, I don't believe she's a true convert. You know, I don't believe this. I don't, it, all 100% judgmental, judging another man's servant. But Jesus says that before the Lord she will stand or before the Lord she will fall. The Lord is her judge, not us. And uh, Jesus also says, by what manner of judgment you bestow on another, you will likewise be judged yourself. So by what measure you judge, you shall be judged. So we need to get out of all of that. You know, Rich, isn't it, it's almost like, remember when we first got saved and God, I remember when I first came to Christ. I mean, I'd go to Brethren's house and they'd have the guitars out. 
and we'd be singing. It was like kumbaya, you know. It's like everyone loved everyone, and we'd have bonfires and sing all night long. And there was so much love and grace and mercy and joy. Every time a sinner came to Christ, there was great joy. And it says in, in heaven, when one person comes to Christ, that the angels rejoice. But we, here on earth, we point the finger. It's like, well, did they really get saved? I don't know. Look at, you know, they're wearing a black hat. There's some, something on their, on their, on their eyes. Uh, no, they, they didn't get saved. No, no, no. It, but you look at, in the scripture, it says that in the kingdom, in heaven, the angels rejoice over one sinner who comes to God. Do we rejoice? No, we point the finger, we backbite, we gossip, we judge, we condemn. When I say we, I'm talking about generalizing the modern church, the harlot religious system. I'm not speaking specifically about us, but I'm saying that in general, Christianity judges everything that's going on with everyone. But that should not be. Rich, you remember the days when we first came to Christ? You, me- you remember? I mean, I remember going to people's house. They had Bible study. They'd be, we'd be hanging with each other, have food, you know, and, and we'd be we'd be worshiping. The guitars would be out. We'd be on the floor, sitting around the floor, worshiping all night long. We'd have bonfires going, worshiping all night long. It was like it, it was all this love. But man, where is the love of God today? Where do you find believers rejoicing over one sinner who comes to Christ? Where do we see it? It's getting, yeah, you, you hit it right on the head. I, I remember those days, uh, Marty. Um, you know, we used to spend a lot of time in the street uh, ministering to low-down people that are going through it. And the Lord really rejoiced at the souls converting. It seems like a soul converts today. There's a lot of attack, and it's not just the Torahites. It's the uh, a condemning, pharisaical spirit. And guard yourself from that, people. Uh, Alan, are you munching some type of powder right now? We don't know about. Not just this minute. Yeah, we gotta do a munching powder. Who the heck munches a powder? Well, this is a, a MCT oil, which is uh, basically it uh, goes right into your bloodstream, makes you not hungry, and gives you energy. And wait a minute, it's like it. The, wait, the last show you said you were munching a powder. Yeah, it was coconut oil powder, MCT oil, same thing. You said it brain boosted chemical you. Man. You said it. <laughs> it's not a chemical. <laughs> Wait, you said it brain it boosted like, you. It looks, you it said, looks like cocaine. Wait a minute. You I said he's a mad he's a mad scientist over here. He's got test tubes out. He's and he's he's like sucking up stuff all over a chemical man. Yeah, I know. We're sitting here preaching the word and, and like Alan disappears. And we're like, Alan, uh, you know that he's verse, right? And we know he knows it, and there's no response for like three minutes. And you can hear he's got some huffing powder. He's like <laughs> it's like his mouth is dry. He's, he's he's experimenting with chemicals. What the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's. Uh, hey, are you monitoring the results, Alan? Do you got it? You got yourself wired. 
Um, it's it's tough to say, but I'm I'm down 33 pounds or something from my all time high the last I checked. But I, I I put on about five pounds during Thanksgiving, so I got to get back on it and drop it again. And sucks. So wait a minute, yeah. wait a minute. You, I thought you said the the powder gave you a brain boost last last show. It does. It's it's one of those it's one of those uh, wait, wait, powders. Wait, wait. All right. Where you're fully what you're saying it gives you a brain boost and helps your your diet. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you you take a tablespoon of it and you just eat it and you you're not hungry anymore. It's well, great. I will admit that you happens. sounded smarter after you ate the powder. Why? Thank you. So maybe you should we get this, Marty? What what is it called? It's called Brain MCT food. oil. It's on. Is it oil or powder, bro? We, it's need, a powder, but a they, they handle. How about they powderize it? We'll call them AA Paration. This guy, he's like experimenting Amino, with. Like a, that's why we got to get the camera on him. He's, we're gonna have the camera up the whole show with him now. Oh, Monitoring Dude, all his experiments. He's Fool's doing experiments in the background. The box. What? You're doing experiments in the background. I'm not. Look, the only time we should ever have a camera on us is on April. No, Fool's on Day. you, bro. <laughs> you got doing, caught with your I'm hand in a cookie jar twice. <laughs> I, I need to be eating with impunity over here. I'll You're sucking down better, brain okay? food powder. It's like, must sound smart, eat powder. And then you start gnawing on it, which I will admit, you did sound smarter. So I, 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 I give you. you that. Thank you, Richard. Yeah, yeah. Um, what Marty was just touching on is interesting because it, it reflected me on it. I remember in Second Chronicles, of course I Googled it, but in Second Chronicles 35, uh, verse 20 to 25. You know, Josiah was a mighty man of God. Um, he got a little high in himself there t- towards the end and didn't consult a prophet for direction on a certain situation, and that cost him his life. Does anybody know that? That's how Josiah died, uh, you know, um, because he considered Pharaoh Nico uh, such an abomination that he could not be used by the Lord. Kind of where we've been hitting here today. He just said, I'm Josiah. I'm a mighty revivalist. I brought order and stability to the land. The Lord used me. Yes! But should have consulted the prophetics and the counselors around him before he would not receive the message from Pharaoh Nico. Let me read it to you. Second Chronicles 35, verse 20 to 25. Brain food powder engage. Uh, verse 20. After all this, when Josiah had set the temple in order, which he did, Nico, king of Egypt, went up to fight at Kirkamish at the Euphrates, and Josiah marched out to meet him in battle. You see, Josiah was monitoring the territory and said, wait a minute. I'm going to go inject here in this situation. So let's see what happened. But Pharaoh Nico sent message to him saying, what quarrel is there, king of Judah, between you and me? Is it not you I am attacking at this time, but the house with which I am at war. He was saying, it's nothing to do with you, man. What's your problem? 
And then he goes on to say, God has told me to hurry, so stop opposing me. God is with me, and he'll destroy you. Okay, so this is quite interesting. Let's reflect on what we can learn here. Josiah, mighty man of God, revivalist, order of the temple, struck down all the abominations in Samaria. Heard about Pharaoh Nico marching out and said, this cannot be of God. No, I'm going to go stop it. But Pharaoh Nico warned him and says, no, God is telling me to do this, man. You see, God can use whoever he wants. And like Wolfenstein said, don't judge another man's servant. In this case, was Josiah not judging the Lord's servant in this case? Pharaoh Nico said, I'm being used by the Lord. I'm obeying the Lord, Josiah. Verse 22, Josiah, however, would not turn away from him at all, but disguised himself to engage him directly in battle. He would not listen to what Nico said to him, that God commanded him to go fight at the plain of Megiddo. Now, here we go. A little pride got in here. You see, when you're used by God, I get it. Josiah was. But there's a warning here. If you are used by God, don't get high-minded on yourself. Don't think God can't use somebody that you consider an abomination. Because you can get in trouble. And Pharaoh Nico warned him. Says, God is with me here, man. What are you doing? Josiah went home and put a disguise on because he was the king. He wanted to march out in battle and kill Pharaoh Nico himself. But in verse 23, the archers shot King Josiah. And he told his officers, take me home. I'm badly wounded. So they took him out of this chariot, put him in his other chariot, and brought him to Jerusalem where he died. This is quite sad. What can we glean from that? Um, I'm thinking that, like Wolfenstein said, we got to be careful when you're reflecting on someone's outward appearance. Pharaoh Nico came from a land of demonic entities, let's face it. But somehow God broke through to him. God gave him a word to go do something. That's what, go read it. Second Chronicles 35, verse 20 to 25. You look at Kat Von D. No. She's evil. She's wearing black. Be careful, guys. Be careful. Read this. You can learn from this. This is the word of God. Josiah, a mighty man of God, by the way. We're talking about a king that did right in the sight of the Lord. We're talking about a revivalist. 
We're talking about someone that went up into the Samaria, the abominable region that was abominated originally by Sennacherib with all the abominations and struck them down and sent wagons through the land for revival. Powerful man of God. But did not consult his prophets, did not consult his counselors, put on the disguise and marched out immediately to go attack Pharaoh Nico. I get it. Pharaoh Nico looked like an enemy. How could God use him? How could it be? I think that's right on what Wolfenstein said. Um, If God's using someone, guys, pray for them. If you want to attack them, like you see what's going on with Brian Welsh. (coughs) Christians don't like him. uh, He's got long hair and all that. He says he loves the Lord. He just did a video recently. I am still a Christian. It's like an hour video. Go watch it. God God delivered him out of drugs and alcohol. He says he'll never go back to that world again. He's got earrings. He's got long hair, plays guitar. I get it. You think he's evil. You want to march out against him like Josiah did to Pharaoh Nico. Good luck. But I think the warning's there, guys. Judge not, lest ye be judged. That measure that you're projecting out is going to shine back on you. And because judgment of a man is not executed speedily, the sons of man continue in it, in their sin. Just because you haven't received the correction immediately doesn't mean it's not coming. Look in the, B- the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, that I, what I just quoted. I think chapter 8. Maybe verse 22, I don't know. But because judgment is not executed speedily of the Lord on on the sons of man for their sins, the sons of man continue in it, thinking that they're free and clear of it. But sometimes God breaks his silence suddenly, and you're going to be in a uh, world of hurt. I don't want to be there. Okay? We have to love the way the Lord loved us unconditionally again the outward appearance is not particularly the whole picture guys i know you're going to say flee the appearance of evil why are they not fleeing the appearance of evil they have the appearance of evil i get it where you're going with it it doesn't mean that god isn't working from the inside out on them guys this is how we're marked as his disciples. We're going to pray for the practitioner, Joe. I know many of you want, want him dead. Some of you watching this want, would want to pray for him to go down. And he, he could go down. There are powerful Christians that can return curses. I've seen many practitioners go down. The power of the Lord Jesus Christ is greater than what they're engaging in. And they learned that later. Like Juan the Witch over in Sikakwa Island in the Philippines. He learned it. He was striving around in high-level witchcraft. I mean, levitating things. This guy was high-level. However, 
His witchcraft came home to roost. When certain believers say, I break down on them and blow all walls of protection around a witch, warlock, Satanist, and the like, and by the power of the blood covenant of Christ, I break every hex, vex, voodoo, charm, incantation, chantic, magic, and sorcerer, candle burn, incense, burning, blood, ritual, animal, or human effigies, dolls, spells, word curses, or any accumulated items of my hair, nails, clothing, or body fluids, I send it back sevenfold, wrapped up, and bind it to them by the blood covenant of Jesus Christ. Let their own traps and snares become a blessing to them for them to find the salvation truth of Jesus Christ to set them free. You pray like that or something along those lines. And you can see Paul blinded the witch in Acts 19. Didn't want him dead, but wanted him in a, in a phase of understanding to reflect on where he's at, that there is a power greater than black magic. And he learned it, Bar-Jesus. That's his name. Paul learned from the blindness, too. That's Sam infirmity. Paul, Saul, Saul, why you persecute me? Bam! He was blind for a season. It took a miracle worker of the of the Lord Jesus Christ to pray for him, and then his eyes came back. That's a humbling moment. The blueness of a wound cleanses away evil. God puts people through things, sets them free, so they understand where they were delivered from. With that, we're going to close with some verbiage coming from Coconut Powder Boy. Alan, do you have a little summary to give us here today? Yeah, I um, I, I kind of miss the days you used to call me Libtard Slayer. Uh, but uh, as for a summary of, <laughs> of today's show, today's show we talked about... Uh, Democrats love banning people while pretending to be for free, free speech. Not the bullet point. Not not the bullet point. We're going to post a bullet point. I'm just talking uh-huh. on a reflection of the context of the broadcast. How can you just summarize it to us with a little paragraph? Okay, and a little paragraph. We should major yeah. on things like love and helping people. And uh, the scripture says... Let every man examine himself. It does not say let every man examine his brother. So let's uh, be known for the love we have for each other. Amen. Gee, that was a weak paragraph. I've never seen you so. Oh, man, you cramp my style and then you like condemn me. See? That was. Uh, see? You very... Condemn her. Wait, you wait, wait he became a minimalist. <laughs> Alan, Alan's become a minimalist. You like, I must become minimalist. Job. I'm a minimalist now. No, no, Wolfenstein. We're going to roll over to him. Wolfenstein, okay. give us what you got, son. Well, you know, we're talking about not judging another man's servant and the dangers that come associated with that activity. But here's what I believe the Holy Spirit just spoke to me, is that many people are busy bodies, busy buddies. Right, and, and and they're into other people's affairs, and you know, gossip, backbiting, judging. I would have an admonition to you: instead of judging another man's servant, which is the servant of the king, and we can see, Rich, that was a great message you brought forth on how, you know, Joshua, you know, got into this state where um, was it? Was it Joshua? Who, no, wait, not Joshua. Who, who was the king that was? 
Josiah, I mean. Okay, so Josiah ended up losing his life because he did not discern another man's servant. That the same God he was serving was also sending this other leader, this other king forward to do God's will. So we have to get into the discernment of the Holy Spirit. And instead of judging another man's servant, we need to get an assignment of our own. See, the problem is we have too many busybodies in Christianity running around, gossiping, backbiting, condemning, accuser of the brethren, judging, critical spirit, pharisaical attitude, trying to keep the law instead of being under grace, under God's grace, under his mercy, being led by the Spirit of God. And they need to get their own assignment from the king. They're busy meddling in the affairs of those who have an assignment from the king when they themselves are like the one with one talent, and the king comes back and he said, well, okay, what did you do what I gave you? What did you do with it? Well, well, I buried it here, and I saved it for you. Here, let me dig it up. Here, here, here's what you gave me. And the king was wroth with this servant. And it says he appointed him a place with the unbelievers, cast him into hell with the unbelievers. Because why? Because he didn't do anything with what God gave him. So there's so many, Rich and Alan and all those who are listening, there's so many out there that are busybodies and meddling in other servants' affairs. Their assignment from the king. My message to you today is my admonition is you need to stop judging another man's servant and you need to get your own assignment from the king so that you are out there doing God's will and you're using the talent he gave you rather than coming, having the king return and appointing you a place with the unbelievers because you're meddling in the affairs of the king's servants. So I agree, Rich, you know, and that was a great word you brought about Josiah and how this great man of God lost his life. Yeah, the Holy Spirit revealed that to me. I, you know, that's a scripture I actually forgot many years ago. But the Holy Spirit will bring the remembrance every word he's ever spoken to you. That's the great thing about the precious Amen. Holy Spirit. The precious Holy Spirit. Um, you've read the word. He's going to illuminate it to you. That's why I study, study, keep reading the word. Um, we're going well, to. Well, you know, when the anointing gets flowing, you know, that, that gift gets operated. Amen. That's right. And this and... show. This broadcast did that for us here today. I feel like we we hit some good topics, and uh, we're going to be working on that street evangelizing. But we're going to get knocked off the air because I can't believe we almost went two hours. Um, I only wanted to go an hour, but making fun of Alan was so good. We just <laughs> it was like you know I can't wait to get him up on the screen eating that powder. But I'm not getting on the chemical screen. man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right, gentlemen, we are going to burn rubber out of here. Watch your radio. Thank you for downloading and, and listening to our podcast. And uh, we will see you next week. Isn't that right, gentlemen? Yes. Amen. amen. Good word. Thank you guys for coming on for this two hour show. Long time. Thanks for having us. Yeah. God bless you guys. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. God bless. God bless, Alan. Keep eating your nutrients. <laughs> 